Hello and welcome to episode number 13 of the Professional Millennials Podcast. As always, we'll be starting off with our update, then we'll dive into our topic of the week, followed by our dog of the week, the Professional Millennials Game Show Turn Up or Throw Up. Then we'll do our deal of the week and we'll finish off with our On the Bright Side segment to send you home with something positive. And for all of our first-time listeners out there, he's Derek and she's Tori. Now let's get started. So this was a tough week in our house. This comes around about five or six times a year where the Orioles play the Yankees. Contested AL East rivalry in our house. And it's been really tough for me these past eight years because, yeah, well, the Orioles have sucked. Especially compared to the Yankees, who are always a good team. Yeah, it seems like since we've started dating, the Yankees have been flirting with that playoff window. There was only one game they played where they weren't in contention for the playoffs. And, of course, the Orioles have had a a lot of good players lately, but they just can't seem to put a good team together. And then they end up getting rid of some of those good players. They get sent out to teams headed to the playoffs, and they got to restart again. But just after I downsized all my Orioles stuff for the move over to Texas, they are now pretty good, actually, right? They have a good record now? Yeah, they're looking pretty good. The whole AL East seems pretty competitive. They just had John Means throw a no-hitter, so that was really cool to see. And that's also cool for you is there's a hometown guy, who uh, Bruce Zimmerman, who grew up in Ellicott City, same town as Torrey, and he now plays on the Orioles. So it's always fun to see somebody playing for their hometown team. You know, of course, I always dreamed of playing for the Yankees as a kid. Most little guys out there playing Little League Baseball think about playing for their hometown squad as well at some point in their life. How cool to have that, like, be a reality. Yeah, I'm sure all of his friends are constantly hitting him up for tickets and stuff too now. Isn't that the same for a Yankees player? Yeah, Garrett Cole. So there's a pitcher on each team who grew up a fan, you know, fairly local there in the area, who's now playing, you know, at the highest level. Maybe this will be the year for both of them. Yep, you never know. And then other news, we just had some Wagyu beef. Wow, is all I have to say. It was an experience. We saw a steep price cut at HEB, and I pulled the trigger. We got only one pound total which we both thought was going to go really fast, but oh, it was just so decadent. I mean, I think we were both basically full from a half pound each. And I mean, that usually we can each eat, you know, a three-quarter pound steak if we're feeling hungry. I didn't even finish mine. It was just so rich and full of flavor. It just like exploded in your mouth with every bite. And we also did a kind of experiments um, that we were inspired by Guga Foods on YouTube where we added different finishing salts and actually tried dipping it into like a pasteurized egg yolk, which was phenomenal and other things. It may seem crazy to dip your steak in egg yolk, but it was so good. It started off by us watching them make an A5 Wagyu, which is the probably the most expensive steak and the nicest steak you could ever buy. And they dipped it in egg, and at first they were both thinking, eh, probably crazy idea we're just doing it for youtube but it ended up being their favorite so about an hour at 135 made those egg yolks safe to eat and they just added a whole different level a whole different dimension to that steak don't knock it till you try it that's right so if you haven't ever seen guga foods on youtube it is an amazing channel to follow lots of food porn so i think it's time for us to move on to our topic let's do it All right, guys, this week's topic, we are talking about a very controversial term 
that I actually just recently learned about. It's called Chugi. C-H-E-U-G-Y. Chugi. So this is, uh, like I said, a controversial term. As millennials, it's something that we're actually probably called behind our backs and categorized as. The definition for chuggy is someone out of date or trying too hard. Which sounds so harsh, right? You hate feeling out of date? Or is it the trying too hard part? What really Uh, gets you? The trying too hard part. Like, whoa, why do you guys have to put that in the definition when it's really just liking things that are, what's the word? Nostalgic. Oh, yeah, retro. Yeah, like things that you liked growing up, like from your childhood while you were growing up. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I might get too heated on this episode. (laughs) And I think those two aspects go in two totally different directions because the people who are trying way too hard to be cool aren't going to be using those more retro or nostalgic things that the people who don't care but just enjoy what they enjoy are. Yes, and like something I think that the people using the term chuggy don't understand is that like things happen in cycles. Like things will circle into fashion and then they'll circle back out of fashion. Like you think this is the first time a middle part has ever been super popular? Like, think about in the 70s. Everybody had a middle part and long, straight hair. Mm-hmm. This isn't news. I saw on TikTok that, like, Addison Ray, the, like, really viral TikToker right now, yeah. she's got those feather extensions. Do you remember when those were such a big deal yeah. in, like, middle school, high school? I think we were, like, freshman, sophomore year of high school. I remember seeing, like, infomercials for those things. And then that kind of gave rise to the sparkly, like, fairy hair stuff. It's cool again, right? Yeah. So I guess your mom and sister were ahead of the trend. They just kind of kept and, rolling with it. And that's the thing with a lot of these trends or, you know, fashion statements that you see. They're all cyclical. So if you're off trend long enough, you become an early adopter. Sure, you spend 20 years getting made fun of for wearing, you know... Skinny jeans. Yeah, skinny jeans or high-waisted jeans. And just and, wait. Oh, yeah, high-waisted. Just imagine 20 years ago going to school wearing high-waisted jeans. What going girl, to jean, going to school with jeans where you're not worried about your underwear <laughs> sticking out. Yeah, I mean that low rise was just the trend. Like you couldn't even buy high rise pants if you wanted to. What eight years ago? You probably have to go to like a store specifically. Ten years. Targeting ago? older people because it wasn't on trend. You'd have to go to your thrift store where people yeah. who have donated it. That was actually a, a trend for a while. Getting thrift store high-waisted mm. jeans before all the stores caught on and what isn't high-waisted now jeans yoga pants sweatpants all of them have those thick waistbands they go really high waistbands yeah and some other things that are examples of chuggy would be the chevron pattern anything that says live laugh love that's when i saw a lot when i was looking oh. this up at first uh, adults who love disney which i don't think we really fall into that category but, We're more of like Universal Studios people. But A, Disney is a timeless thing. B, it's been around for a very long time. And C, you can't be a Disney adult when you're younger. So wouldn't a lot of these people who are younger calling you chuggy for liking Disney, who like Disney at that age, if they continue to like it for 10, 20 years, they're going to be the very thing that they sought to destroy. 
Yes, I think you're on to something. So I guess we have to give credit to Gabby Rassen. She actually coined the term back in 2013, back before we were considered chuggy. I wonder who she was describing chuggy at that point. Gen, Gen X? Who knows? I mean, maybe older millennials. Because that's also a problem with this is... We haven't really mentioned it, but chuggy seems to be pretty targeted towards millennials. It's not really aimed at baby boomers or Gen X from what I could gather. Well, I think the thing is that you could really apply it to any generation, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of focus right now on millennials versus Zoomers or Gen Z. We just like to call them Zoomers because I think Zoomers are really at that age where they're coming into their own, they're young adults, they're out there, they're doing their thing. And it's just between millennials and Zoomers, like we're all the ones writing all these stupid clickbait stuff that we're seeing all over the internet that we're constantly on because we're addicted to it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it's such a big deal. I just want to ask you about a few things, see if you think any of them are cool. I've also noticed that Chuggy is really pointed at women. Like, there's a lot of things that ladies do that are Chuggy, whereas, like, I feel like people never really talk about the guy things, except these handful of things I'm about to ask Derek about. Yep. So, energy drinks. Yay or nay. Those are just bad for you. They're not even, like, a trend. What? I feel like that used to be a thing. Oh, well, there's just, like, certain people who like energy drinks. Certain people prefer coffee. (laughs) This is, again, more of a taste thing than a trend thing, in my opinion. Okay. Sure, they got big when Red Bull first jumped on the scene, but since then, there's so many different forms of energy drinks. There used to be... Lots of sodas that had caffeine in them back in the day, you know? like Now it's sparkling waters that have caffeine in them. Like, yeah. It's just, how are you going to get a little energy buzz from something that you're eating or drinking? Yeah, it's just transitioned a little. What about uh, Buffalo Wild Wings? I think I saw that somewhere as being called Chuggy, which is kind of weird to me because it's a restaurant. Right? That's what I thought. But I'm like, am I just so Chuggy that I can't see... That Buffalo Wild Wings is chuggy? Like, I thought at least a restaurant would be exempt. But go to a Buffalo Wild Wings and you're going to see people who are all different generations enjoying Buffalo Wild Wings. I think, once again, this is more so a taste thing again. You know, Chuck so E. Cheese is something... So you're even further proving my point that chuggy doesn't even apply to dudes. It's really just for ladies. There's only, like, it's just mean girls talking about other girls and calling what they do lame and it's trying new, too hard <laughs> it's like the Rude. new basic you know but i like ch- that yeah. chuggy bitches doesn't really go as well as basic bitches well also like apparently the term girl boss is chuggy but it's like think about it you guys are all your own girl boss of your own life and you're running your business through your own website so, like your instagram and stuff so you think chuggy is a phrase or a term being used to put down women and they're also poo-pooing on the term girl boss so from everything that you're telling me it sounds like it's a way for women to tear each other down and we definitely don't need more of that i mean i'm not saying that that's 100 percent what chuggy is all about and behind it but i'm saying that i'm seeing a lot of correlations and picking up a lot of cues that Maybe there's some sort of relation there. Because it was even coined by a woman. And she's probably just talking about some chick like two years older that stole her boyfriend. And I'm definitely not using any chevron pattern. That's for sure. Exactly. Can you believe jean jackets are chuggy? You look 
freaking fire in our jean jackets. Again, jean jackets were super cool in like the 80s and 90s, and then in the 2000s they went away, and then these tiny little babies think that they're the ones inventing it, or think that we invented jean jackets, when no, it's another cycle trend. It just came back around. And guess what? That means that people who were young when jean jackets were cool last time around, they're like, hell yeah, let me bust out that jean jacket I haven't put on in 15 to 20 years. And then they hop on the trend. So you have early adopters of all different ages. Note to self, don't get rid of any of my clothes because eventually it'll come back into style. My dad did that with his ties where he had all these skinny ties and then he threw them out in like the 90s or something because fat ties got cool in the 80s and then 2000s roll around and skinny ties are the thing again he's like bullshit i just threw out probably a couple hundred bucks worth of ties oh he probably had such a nice collection yeah and those things also because they are retro they're probably not going to be made in the exact same way so it almost be like a one of a kind no one's going to have the same tie as you but if you go over to joseph banks or some other store there's going to be 10 guys with the same tie as you oh yeah 100 percent. so if you like something like it don't be afraid to be yourself if your Tory Burches make you happy and you like them, go go buy them and wear them. If you think Uggs are comfy, toss them on your feet no matter how bulky they look. If you like North Faces, which I don't even know if that's true, but I'm just assuming because it was popular in high school, then wear your North Face. Just you do you. We just wanted to bring your attention to the word chuggy. And if you're going to use the word chuggy, don't be mean to people. In case you couldn't tell from the segment that we always end with, this is a positivity podcast. I'm so excited to talk about this week's Dog of the Week. The dog I have selected for the honor this week is a corgi named Harry. Harry is a very special dog to me. I follow an account on Instagram that is at Ralph the Corgi. Ralph is a very fun-loving loaf. He loves the hose. He grew up with a playmate named Georgie who recently passed and ever since Georgie passed, Ralph just hasn't been the same. He's really missed that companionship and he has no one to tug with. So his mom just adopted Harry, who I think is actually from the same breeder, which is really cool. And he has joined the family. They tug together. They loaf together. They sleep together. It's really a beautiful sight. And that's why this week's Dog of the Week goes to Harry. Head over to Ralph the Corgi on Instagram. Check them out and see how cute he is. He's growing so fast. Both of his ears are almost both standing up. So uh, check him out while he's still a little floofer. Aww. You know what time it is. It is time for Turn Up or Throw Up, the professional millennials game show, where we win nothing. But it's kind of fun. It's totally fun. Okay, Tori, the first question I have for you. Turn Up or Throw Up on Axe Body Spray? Ooh, let's see. (laughs) This is going to be a throw up for me. It's great when you're in middle school and all, but at the age we're at, any millennial really should have moved on to like a real cologne like you're a grown-up time to get your big boy cologne face the day like everyone else it's pretty pungent stuff you don't want to be smelled across the parking lot 
All right. And it's flammable. <laughs> talk about the the risk there with these teenagers. These aerosols. Yes. All right. How do you feel about denim jackets? Turn up. I love a denim jacket. My sweet mother just embroidered me one that says bride on the back. I'm so excited to wear it. Pretty sweet. One of a kind custom made jacket. Yes. Turn up. All right. The next chuggy question. How do you feel about his and hers embroidered bath towels? I feel personally attacked here. I've just asked my mom to make us some personalized bath towels. I'd say turn up. It's it's nice to have something monogrammed. It just makes you feel a little classier, a little bit better about yourself. Hell yeah, turn up. I feel like a lot of these chuggy, I did air quotes there for those who can't see me, are a lot of things that are either young people think are too nice or maybe too domesticated too like they want to be young and free and they're like oh his and hers towels oh god what am i like married like did you literally see that as chewy on the internet or yeah. you're just making fun of me because i asked my mom for for those towels i don't I I'm, not, I'm not making fun of you this is all stuff that i found online besides one the rest were all found on a buzzfeed article or like New York Times article or like some other article about Chewy. Okay, let's see where this goes next. Number four, Dunder Mifflin merchandise. Turn up. I love The Office. I want to support them any way I can. It's even a conversation starter. If you see somebody with an office shirt, you're just like, wow, I know I can vibe with this person. This person gets it. They're cool. Like, yes, 100% turn up. I feel like that's really big for The Office and Friends. People like wear like a Central Perk shirt. I've seen those things getting more and more popular. You wear a Dunder Mifflin shirt or a Bears Beats Battlestar Galactica. I like the ones that are references, not so much the logo. And if mm-hmm. you know, you know. Yeah. Ugh, Friends is so chuggy. Very chuggy. Good thing we don't watch that. We're not chuggy. All right, number five. Turn up or throw up My Chemical Romance. My Chemical Romance. Let's see. I'm gonna go with Turn Up. You know, they have this song, and it's called Teenagers Scare the Living Shit Out of Me. And, like, I get it. Turn Up. I get it. That will always be relevant. How about I'm Time. Not Okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm not okay. <laughs> That's the whole song. Okay, relevant songs. They will always apply. <laughs> Turn Up. The Black Parade was always dark. But, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling their vibe more and more. And hey, I had an eyeliner phase too. I all, so that's the one that I didn't find on an article being chuggy, but I just saw that Weezer and Fallout Boy just announced tour dates together. Is that not like a throwback? Wow, what is this Warped Tour? Like Warped Tour 2007. What? Yeah, so I thought I had to throw that in there. How cool. Wow. Can we go? I would love to. Hopefully they come to Austin. I'm sure they will. All right, moving on. Number six, how do you feel about sun hats? Turn up. It's a... Turn up. It is a fashionable way to protect yourself from the sun, which skincare is so in right now. Anything you can do to save yourself from the sun is a win. These young people think they're too cool because I think especially people around our age, like within 10 years of us, those big felt hats and sun hats got really popular, so they're probably rebelling like, oh, I would never wear that. But joke's on you. You're going to get skin cancer and have leathery skin. 
Yeah, and, like, baseball teams wouldn't give out free ones for Mother's Day if they weren't cool. That's the thing. They're too functional for these anti-chuggy Zoomers. They are cool. I'm not saying they're not. They're too functional. I'm offended. Let's go on. Let's move on. All right. Number seven. We already touched on this. How do you feel about decor with the phrase live, laugh, love? Wow. This is so... (laughs) Tori can't even compose herself right now. She's trying to gasp for air. Throw up. (laughs) I didn't even like that phrase when it was cool. Was it cool? No, it wasn't. You're right. Yeah. Just do it. Let's do it. Number eight. Harry Potter. Turn off. I love Harry Potter. The books are amazing. The movies are amazing. It's like a series where, like, the ball wasn't severely dropped, which, like, I can't really say that kids growing up now have that. Especially because the final movie was actually two movies. For people who know Harry Potter, there were seven books, but eight movies, and so they split up the final book into two movies, which is the exact opposite of what happened with HBO and Game of Thrones. Why would you want to cut short the end of this legacy, leaving a terrible taste in your mouth, when you can just give the fans twice as much, probably make twice as much money, and everyone's happier? And they actually went, like, above and beyond, because, like, at the very end, they show you, like, their kids are going off to Hogwarts, and it's, like, that's, like, in the epilogue of, like, the last book. It's not even, like, they didn't have to go there. They even hit the epilogue. We stan Harry Potter. And I remember at the time, people, there were definitely rumblings from hardcore Harry Potter fans, like, oh, they definitely miss out on some things, like the thoughts of the characters, but it wasn't so much that the directors, producers, writers left things out. It's just that the medium of a book, you can get much more into the psyche of a person. You can see their thoughts and hear their thoughts and read their thoughts without it being awkward or forced. Whereas doing a voice over the entire time for Harry probably would have gotten old fast. Oh, definitely. I think they did a really good job with it, especially like these actors are, they start off as, like, elementary school age children, and they're coming out of this as, like, straight-up young adults. The fact that they were able to, like, keep them all on board and that they changed the roles and, like, the style of the movie. It, like, we were all growing up together. It was so good. It, it's still so good. Mm-hmm. All right. Number nine on our list. We have Cronuts. Cronuts, that's a big old throw up. Pick one or the other. Let's not do this. I don't like GMO fruits. I don't like GMO cronuts. <laughs> yeah, it is a little funky. I mean, when you have a donut, the whole point is you don't want something flaky and fluffy. You want it to be deep fried and soft. I feel you. 100% feel you. Thank you. Final one. I think I know how you're going to go on this one, but I had to throw it in there because I saw it on the list and I think it's just crazy to call this chewy. But how do you feel about acai bowls? I can't believe this is chewy. Acai bowls are a big turn up for me. You do have to be careful with them to make sure that you're not just like ordering something that's like a sugar bomb. Like you want to make sure that you are getting something with nutritional value. Other things other than sugar in there. But they're super tasty. They're a fun treat. And I really like that they're encouraging people to 
eat healthier snacks instead of like getting ice cream or something. At the very least, if you do get an acai bowl that is on the sugary side, at least you're still getting a lot of antioxidants. You know, so even if it is a little bad, you're still getting something good out of it. And it's a lot better than a lot of other bad things you could eat. Exactly. So, once again, we have proved that we are chewy to the max with this week's Turn Up or Throw Up. Time to head right on in to our deal of the week. And we decided to go with one of the things that we touched on here in our episode about what is and is not chuggy. And one of those things was Disney adults. Now, there are a lot of things to do at Disney as an adult. They have the Animal Kingdom, which not only has rides, but plenty of cool animals. They also have Epcot, which is fully geared towards adults. You can drink around the world, which is pretty adult if you ask me. And this summer, from July 11th through September 29th, you can get up to 25% off your stay on the Disney resorts. Specifically, the ones offering 25% off are the Disney Deluxe Villa Resorts, the Disney Deluxe Resorts as well will be offering a 25% discount. A few others have varying discounts from 10 to 20%, so plenty of options to stay on the resort, maximize your time on vacation there, and save a whole bunch of money. All right, guys, you know we like to end things on a positive note. So our story for On the Bright Side this week is all about Waste Management, Inc., and this program that they have where they are actually funding education, educational expenses for their employees and certain eligible dependents and their families. So this includes undergraduate and graduate degrees. They'll also cover the cost of short term. Um, they'll also cover the cost of technology and business certificate programs as well as uh, high school completion or getting like GEDs. Uh, So this is a really, really cool program where they are really investing in themselves by investing in their own employees. And what a cool thing to offer to your employees and their family members. Phenomenal. Yeah, I think that touches on one subject that we mentioned last week, that preparation can save you or almost gift you hundreds of hours of productivity in the future. And by them essentially using their labor hours to put that money they earned back into those people, those employees are probably going to stay with the company longer, be better workers, be happier workers, and all in all, everyone's going to benefit. 100%. And it's nice that it's not just for like undergrad college. You know, they really have a wide range of courses and educational programs that they're reimbursing for so it's more appealing to more of your employees and everybody can find the thing that's best for them instead of maybe taking advantage of that just to like get a master's degree if that's not something that they'll utilize or not something they need well thank you again for joining us for this week's discussion on the professional millennials podcast Wherever you're listening to us, we appreciate it. It's our amazing fans like you that keep us going. Whether you're listening in the U.S., Germany, Australia, India, or Spain, we're so glad that you've become a part of the community here. We love just touching base with you guys every week, having a conversation. As always, you can reach us on Instagram at Professional Millennials Pod, 
And you can send us an email at our email address, which is professionalmillennialspod at gmail.com. Thank you so much to everybody that has left us a review. We really appreciate it. And that goes a long way for us. Thank you.